Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning on what feels like the first day of summer. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive through here at Strange Brew Coffee House in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be sort of weird if Brupolo was in Friars Point. Yeah. You're just lo- you're just looking up odd names from Mississippi towns now. Well, I sort of I feel like we've gone through most of the big ones, you know. I mean, I, I could have gone Mendenhall. How would that you know? Egypt. I haven't I haven't mentioned Egypt yet. Brugypt. Yeah. But Brewers Point would be a great great name of our town. That would I would be like really to good. live in Brewers Point because I would assume it has something to do with beer. To be totally honest with you, but. Wherever you live in our great state, you can always get Strange Brew Coffee just delivered right to your door. All you got to go to do is to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place an order. Whatever kind of coffee machine you have in your house, we've got Strange Brew Coffee to match it, including the super awesome K-Cups. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't find just anywhere else because nobody else has the size and selection that, miss, that uh, they have at College Corner. It is Father's Day in just over a month. Don't let don't let it leave it to chance, guys. Tell them what you want. You want something from College Corner. Send them the link. Take them to the store and point directly at the merchandise you want. Don't make the mistakes. And get your great MSU gear at College Corner. Humble Taco, that's the place to hang out this week. It's going to be hot this weekend. There's just no getting around that. Cool down with some beer or an ice or margarita on the rocks. Handcrafted right there. Some chips and salsa. And then some awesome tacos that you can't just get anywhere else because nobody else makes the tacos like Humble Taco does. Nobody else is taking Mississippi Fair and putting it with Mexican roots. It's great stuff. It's fantastic. It's Mexican Fair with Mississippi roots. I'll get it right. It's only, they've only been sponsoring us for like a year. Yeah, I'll get it right eventually. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, I, I'll get there one day. What do you got to say? It's he only un- he unmuted. Like we're doing a Zoom, and normally when I'm doing the ad reads, he's muted. I see he's unmuted now. What do you got to say? It's only your job to do this correctly and promote these businesses, but go ahead. Keep messing it up. You know what? Shut up. Anyway, Humble Taco, great place to eat. (laughs) Firehouse Subs. House Fire Subs. Firehouse Subs over uh, in Starkville, Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Madison, Flowood. Locations all over our great state and a great place to grab lunch. Download the Firehouse Subs app. Today's free name was John. I should have sent them to my cousin, John Peter Gustinelli. He could have gotten a free sub today. Well, but John Sokoloff. It was his birthday yesterday, by the way, too. Went to, was went it to, his birthday? To, yeah, yesterday was his birthday. So he and Becky have the same birthday. So it was actually yeah, Becky's that's birthday. That's why I was at. All right, we're going to talk about this. Let me get through the ad read. 
Well, the thing about his birthdays is Becky's, it's Becky's birthday. birthday. Yes, I know. We, that joke was made. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Firehouse Subs, download the app. Uh, reward points, they will pile up for you so you can eat for free. And like I said, follow Firehouse Subs on Twitter. They're always making great uh, deals there and great stuff. Check them out at Firehouse Subs. All right. Let's talk about that real quick. So, John said you were coming. You were going to come out with us last night. So it's a little inside baseball. We're talking about Wednesday night. But then I saw on Facebook that you wished your wife, your lovely wife Becky, a happy birthday. So I texted you and I was like, "Are you coming out with us tonight?" And you said, "No, you had to cover high school baseball." And I was like, "Okay," because I saw it was Becky's birthday, and I wondered how you were going to pull that off. I was trying to picture the conversation you were going to have. I know it's your birthday, honey. But it's also the Sox birthday, and I got to go out with him and the guys. And I was like, if you pull that off, I'll have a newfound respect for you. Well, my wife is actually uh, in the process of moving towards getting her doctorate degree. So she is completely swamped right now. And she even told me earlier this week when I asked her what she wanted to do for her birthday, she said, just wait until I finish this class. So I wasn't going to do anything last night anyway. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I had come home after that baseball game and write. I wasn't, I just, I, I didn't have the energy mm-hmm. to go uh, out with y'all. And also, like you said, I mean, it would not be a good look for me. No, it would not have been. So, you know, I had to head it down to the Cotton District and I didn't realize that final, like finals just ended and graduation was on, is today as we're recording. So, like, I'm just like, there's. it was 7.30, and there was already a line walking out the door to the bin and to Bulldog Burger. And I was like, what on earth? So Man, I, it, has been, it has been absolutely packed. I texted the, the one last- student I have a phone number for, which is Elizabeth Keene from uh, Cowbell Corner. I was like, what is going on? She's like, oh, it's, it's graduation happening tomorrow. I was like, well, I didn't know that. So, But that well, being said, we, we were able to get a seat at the restaurant and, and enjoy ourselves. Had a good time. On Monday, I went with my buddy to Bulldog Burger, and we had to wait for a table at lunch. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that place that packed at lunch. Like, it was nuts, man. Like, I, I was trying to figure out what is what is happening. I mean, graduation went on Tuesday. So, I don't know. But maybe maybe it's just the place is getting a little more hop in, in the Cotton District. I, I don't know. So, we had a good time last night. Good to hang out with my guys. And like you said, it's the Sox birthday, which is also Becky's birthday. So, yes. So let's go. All right. Uh, baseball this weekend, Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Preview. I mean, what are we talking about here, guys? I don't think State's going to win the series. Let's preview your sadness for the weekend. All around me, y'all familiar faces. Um, take your take your medicine. Yeah. Uh, have bourbon on standby. Yes. And maybe say a few prayers. Yeah. You know, while you're cooking out, have the game on in the background so you can just angrily shake your head. Something like that. But I wanted to talk to you about this because you brought it up yesterday. Kind of using Texas A&M as the model for what Mississippi State could be next season. A&M this season was predicted fifth in the in – uh, coming into the season was predicted fifth in the West behind predicted champion Ole Miss and number two Mississippi State. See how that turned out. Um Four of AM's eight starters, and they're, they're infield starters, infield outfield starters, are transfers. Four, and that's I think it's four of their top six hitters 
are from the transfer portal. None of which, you know, I, I, the, 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 when I looked at that, my first thought was sort of similar to what we talked about with LSU yesterday, right? Jay Johnson brought in guys from Arizona. None of these guys came from TCU to Texas A&M with Schlossnick. He went out Arizona State, Hawaii, Oregon State, and there's another guy. And then there's another guy who's a JUCO transfer in there who this is his first year at A&M. So A&M is a very good template for what Mississippi State is going to have to do in this offseason. I guess it's, it's sort of a, it's a tough question to answer because we got to see who the guys are. But A&M, like I said, predicted fifth in the West. Today they sit as a team that could possibly be one of the top eight seeds when we get to, uh, to Memorial Day. Is that kind of one-year turnaround possible for Mississippi? And I didn't look at their pitching, by the way. I, I, I should have done that. I did. But is that sort of turnaround possible for Mississippi State, you think, to go from where they are right now to being a, a top eight seed next year? Yeah, and I think we kind of – it's lightly touched on this yesterday when we were talking about, you know, how, how State could turn it around or whatever. I mean, this is the nature of, of college sports at this point. I mean, there's plenty of – teams that are doing this, having this immediate turnaround and going from one extreme to the other. Um, let's see, I'm looking at, you, you mentioned those those guys. I mean, this, this is one of the teams that you can use as a um, as kind of a, a blueprint for Mississippi State. And Xavier Lovett's one of those guys that, that transferred to them, by the way. But mm-hmm. you look up and down this list, Texas Tech, Stanford, uh, a couple from uh, – well, just one from – no, there's two from Incarnate World. I mean, guys like that is the guys that I was talking about. Like, they don't have to come from Power 5 schools. Go get somebody that's tearing it up in a lower level. Hawaii, uh, a couple of junior college guys. Jim Schlossnagel had to come in there and really change um, the, the roster. And you can change that thing almost like a free agency. If you got the means to do it. You can absolutely change that, uh, change your fortune, fortunes in one year. And they have some good coaching, too. I mean, Nate, Nate Yeske is one of the best pitching coaches in the country. Jim Schlossnagel is a great head coach. He's a great manager of a roster. So I, I'm not surprised that this team is, is figuring it out. And they were not very good um, at, at one point this season. Yeah. I mean, their non-conference was just okay. I mean, they lost to Washington State and Wichita State. Um, and, and, you know, leading off in, in conference play, they, they lost the series to Auburn. They lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they lost the first game to Kentucky. And I guess that was kind of like the, the turning point for them after – well, they lost the middle game, never mind. But anyway, this team has really gotten hot at the mm-hmm. right time. They've got right wins over Georgia, Arkansas, Vanderbilt. Um, and now they come into this game with State and – they're at 14 and 10 in the league, and they're fighting for the SEC West. I mean, this is – its like I said, it's not a surprise because Jim Schlossnagel wins, but this is an example of what a retooled roster could look like for Mississippi State next year. Is it more important, in your opinion – and I feel like this is a dumb question again but because I think the answer is obvious, but state, State's got to target pitching more in the portal than hitting, right? I feel like you can build around the nucleus of – Alford, Downs, Hines, if Clark comes back, that's a good enough nucleus that you can, you know, you can find guys in, in there. But you've got to go get a couple of quality pitchers, right? The pitching is really the, the biggest thing that needs the overhaul. 
I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, it's just not the – it's not really the offense for me. The approach by the offense has been concerning, but the talent is not that big of a deal uh, for me. I, I think that, that that group can get it done. The pitching has got to be completely overhauled. And listen, it, it doesn't have to be – you know, they don't have to bring in ten pitchers. If you get three guys that are just quality pitchers, yeah. you know, one of, one of them can start, two of them coming out of the bullpen – that you know when they when they hit the mound they're going to shut things down. You don't have to completely overhaul this thing. You just need three or four guys that you feel really really good about, and that changes everything for you from a pitching perspective. That's why we said from you know time after time, Mikey Tepper, Jackson Fristo, and Casey Hunt. If those guys are locked in, even with what Mississippi State has lost, they'll be in really good shape. Yeah. It just takes two or three guys adding to the mix. For Mississippi State to really hit its potential and do what it wants to do. Now let's look at that from the the prism and the lens of yesterday's news that Ross Dellinger reported that the NCAA is going to go to full scholarships or going to allow conferences to go to full scholarships in Olympic sports, which would include college baseball. Now that does not mean that all sports are going to get full scholarships, although if they do that for baseball and they allow you know let's say for thirty scholarships. You got a you got a Title Nine dictates that eighteen scholarships have to be go somewhere else in women's sports. So maybe you give you know five or six to softball, and you give a couple to women's golf. However you want to do it is fine. But let's let's look at it strictly from a baseball perspective. What does that change? Yeah, assuming that goes into account, I, I don't think it'll go into account this year. I, I can't see it being part of the class of twenty two. Uh, I guess that's the class of twenty three now, but. Oh, what is that? You know, how, how big a game changer is that for Mississippi State, in your opinion? Because to me, I see it as it 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 balances the playing field completely in Mississippi. Or actually, it doesn't balance it. It puts it tilts it in Mississippi State, and to a degree, Ole Miss's favor, LSU's favor, Arkansas's favor, and unfortunately, not really, but unfortunately, it takes the advantages away from Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the the teams that are at the top are going to, I think, benefit the most from it because you're going to be able to convince some guys that normally wouldn't come to campus to come to school. You have a free education now plus NIO opportunities. That's just going to further get those guys to school, and um, which I think that that's starting to move towards that direction anyway with NIL, but I think that this would really kind of put that over the top. Um, yeah. Let's say let's say they can get it in and, and they can get it done and class of twenty three is affected. Would a guy like Jet Williams become a bigger candidate to come to school if, if you can get free scholarship? You know you can get NIL deals here in Starkville as a college baseball player if you're one of the faces of that program. You know, is that is he the kind of player that this would help with? I mean, it wouldn't make it worse, but I don't see him coming to school. I mean, he's gonna sign a multi million dollar signing bonus. You think? Unless you can get him millions of dollars in an NIL, I just don't see it happening. Those, those guys are always going to be tough to get to school with those first-round draft picks just mm-hmm. because you're guaranteed millions of dollars. It's a little more of bonus. those 10th to 20th round guys we're looking at here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, I think you lock up the majority of those guys that are outside the top five rounds with with this – you might have two or three that are just dead set. You're always going to have a couple of guys that are just dead set on going. Mm-hmm. But eventually it's going to get to the point where these guys say, it is just absolutely not worth it for me to go pro right now when I can go to school, develop 
in the best conference in baseball that's basically, you know, almost double A mm-hmm. uh, in the minor leagues. I mean, you can't – You got better facilities at Mississippi State than a you ton can't of minor get, You can't get better development in, in single A than what you're going to get in the SEC. It's just not going to happen. So, you play great competition. After two or three years, you get elevated into double A quickly and you have a fast track into, into the uh, majors – and you're making some good money because if you're not drafted in the first five rounds, especially the first 10 rounds, mm-hmm. you're not making a ton of money in the minor leagues. So at, at places like Mississippi State and Arkansas and LSU, places like that, where you're going to have a full scholarship, you don't have to pay for any of your school. On top of that, you are a rock star at some of these places because they appreciate baseball and they're going to get you some NIL deals. Those schools are going to benefit from this. Uh, and they're going to be able to get some of these kids to campus that they might not normally get. You think that, you know, five years from now, if this rule goes into place, that Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, LSU will have – well, maybe it's not – because those two those schools are already good. Maybe I'm looking at this the right way. Five years from now, is Vanderbilt a middle-of-the-pack team in the SEC? You know, I think um, – I don't want to get – I don't want to be prisoner of the moment with mm-hmm. that, but you got to think if things are, are leveled out that they're not going to be able to sustain what they have been. Right. Because they've because been able to convince They don't have the kids. support. They don't have the facilities. Yeah. I mean, eventually, I, you know, I don't, I don't see Vanderbilt as a long-term, you know, forever uh, staple of your know, college baseball at the top. Right. This is – I mean, they were nothing whenever Tim Corbin arrived. And now they're they're one of the best programs in, in college baseball, and he's been able to kind of take advantage of what what they have in place. Mm-hmm. But when other schools have some of those same things that they can offer, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I agree with you. Should be interesting. So Mississippi State this weekend. If you want to make a prediction, Robbie, by all means, go ahead. I, I mean, State's going to lose at least two out of three. I won't be totally surprised if they get swept. Yeah, I'm. You know. I have no faith That's, in this team. That said to it win. all right there. <laughs> I, I have no faith in this team to win. Yeah. Um and I mean I, I can't really blame them just because of ever, the the rigors of the season. I know it's 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 tough. It's it's tough to keep going out there and and keep your head up and it's a lot easier for people to that are sitting at home to say that they they should but when you're constantly going out there and you just can't find a ball to drop or you can't get a pitch that you need, it just gets really frustrating. And these guys have, have played 50 games at this point, and it's just not happening for them. So I, I'm, I think they get swept, to be honest with you. We'll see what happens. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who will remind you, beef, it's what's for dinner. I, I mentioned it earlier. It's like 90 degrees outside here in Starkville on Thursday. I actually was wearing jeans earlier. When I got home from running some errands, I immediately I just put on, put on a pair of shorts. It's summer. Summer is here. So that means it's grilling season. So if you're heading out to, to cook, on, cook on the grill this weekend, why not grab some big – man, I was at Kroger today. Robbie, they had some uh, like two-and-a-half-pound, two-and-three-quarter-pound tomahawk ribeyes out there in the case, man. Big steaks. I was just like, oh, Ooh, I was so tempted. I was so tempted to buy one. And at a good price, too. That's the other thing about beef. It's good value these days, man. I mean, chicken is $4.50, $4.99 a pound. Might as well get steak at that point. So when you're looking for something great to cook out on the grill this weekend, pick up some beef. 
do a big steak, do some burgers. Brisket's a good price right now. It's all good stuff. Check it out. Go to msbeef.org if you're looking for recipes or more information about our local beef providers. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two brothers, guess where I was last night? Two brothers smoked meats. It just, it just never ends. I can't stop going there. But that's a good thing. That's a great thing for me. So I always say it when you're in Starkville. If you're going to ask Brian, hey, Dad, hey, where should I go? I'm going to tell you you should go to Two Brothers. Grab some, some tacos. Grab some wings. Grab some great food. Have a great time. The people there are fantastic. The atmosphere is super. It's just the place to be, man. Next time you're in Starville, make sure a trip to Two Brothers is on the agenda. Great products, great service. It's the watchword of every successful business. But who delivers it? Who's telling you the truth when they say they'll have those things? Advantage Business Systems is, especially when we're talking about service. You know it, man. If you've got a business product, if you've got technology that has failed you in the past, a copy or a printer, and you call one of the, the, the big providers to say, hey, we need this, we need that, man, it's, it's just a pain. It's a pain to get somebody on the phone. It's a pain to get somebody out there to fix it. It's just not the same with Advantage Business Systems because you're dealing with a Mississippi business, Mississippi people. You're going to call a 601 number. You're going to talk to somebody who lives here in the state that's just a couple hours away from you in, in worst-case scenario, and they're going to get that problem fixed much, much sooner than you can expect with any national business. Give them a call today and find out how they can go to work for you. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Let's talk a little basketball recruiting. No, no football really to talk about here on a Friday. Um, big time transfer in, on campus this past week uh, from Mississippi State. Isaiah Mosley, a, a big time player from Missouri State. 20 points per game, six rebounds per game, a 50% shooter as a guard uh, last year, a 43% three-point. This is a, it's an outstanding college basketball player. Looks like Mississippi State might have the inside track on him. I know our good friend Paul Jones is optimistic about the Bulldogs' chances to see him in, in maroon and white next year. Robbie, this feels like – I mean, Deshaun Davis, Eric Reed have been quality transfers, but this feels like a really big piece potentially for Chris Jans. Yes, this is huge. I mean, he is the top-ranked um, transfer score left. Average 20 points per game. Um, he's he's a, a guy that I think changes things immediately for Mississippi State if they're able to land him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge piece right here. This is – there's there's nobody else out there that I think could make the, the kind of difference that, that he would. And that's why I think State's really just going all in on trying to land him at this point. And if you get him, I mean, that, that's some pretty good – that's a pretty good roster that you have, especially if you bring D.J., Jeffrey's back, and you got Shaq Moore. Um, that's you know probably going to be coming off the bench. That's a heck of a guy to bring off the bench. Yeah, State yeah. has a solid nucleus. If you can get Mosley on board, and you're looking for maybe another uh, stretch four type, somebody that that can come in and, and compete there at the four. That's a heck of a, a roster. Yeah, you you just mentioned Shaq Moore uh, announced yesterday he was going to withdraw from the portal and remain. At, at Mississippi State, and uh, like you said, a, a very quality depth piece uh, for the Bulldogs. He's a guy last year, had some ups and downs, but, I mean, obviously he's not alone in that. Mississippi State basketball last season was ups and downs, more downs than ups when you really look at it. But more coming off the bench will be a good piece. And you mentioned D.J. Jeffries. Looks like it's sort of the same thing. 
I'm not sure if he'll be off the bench or if he could could remain a starter. Like my first thought is off the bench, but we'll just have to see. You know, he's a guy who's he's got to get better as a shooter. He's a guy who I don't know if he could play that stretch four. I don't know if he could be the guy, you know, to give you that that same threat on the low block that uh, that a Garrison Brooks gave you on top of being a, a decent perimeter shooter. But we'll see. We'll see. But that being said, the early returns are very encouraging for Chris Jans as far as being able to operate and and thrive in the transfer portal. So far, he, he's he's hit some. He's had some big hits, and this would be a. You know, I, I love I love mixing metaphors. We're talking about basketball, but this would be a home run if Mosley were to commit to Mississippi State. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you know, you're talking about the um, the four. I think we're going to see you know three guards and uh, kind of a bigger four mm-hmm. for Mississippi State under Chris Jans next year. So, and but that I mean, obviously a stretch four type. I mean, if you could find an Eric Coleman type, that would be ideal. Yes, but um, that I think that's kind of what they're looking for—a guy that can step out there and shoot, but also has some good size. So yeah. you know, and I don't know—I haven't seen a whole lot of names that really jump off the page mm-hmm. right now. But that's that's kind of the next next spot to fill. But Mosley right now is the unquestioned ace the guy that this team is trying to get on board here and I think within the next week we should know but you know I I find it so interesting you know Paul I trust Paul um and his his sources and and all that um you know I I I feel like he has a a pretty good pulse on things um and and he's been right on top of this and talking about Mosley Mm mm-hmm Everybody else is saying they don't know where Moses going, or they've predicted Kansas or Kansas State. Nobody's talking about Mississippi State, and that's the only place this kid's visited. Yeah. Well, I mean that's about right, though, isn't it? I mean, it, it just it just feels right to get to be uh, to be getting ignored like that. You mentioned Eric Holman, by the way. As the years have gone by, one of the most underrated players Mississippi State's ever had. Just he got a guy who got better every single year was a very reliable shooter by the time he left. A tough guy. And, and as far as, like, you know, would, would tell you the truth when you, when you interviewed him, never back down. Really underrated guy. If State could find a guy like that in the transfer portal, that would be a huge addition for this, this, this basketball team. Yeah, no doubt. That's, and, you know, the women, they have their uh, roster set. Now it's just up to Chris Jans and company. And I think they'll have a um, – at least one or two spots left over for like the summer, maybe one spot left over for the summer and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. All right, guys. Uh, Robbie and I'll be back on uh, Sunday, Sunday evening to recap uh, Mississippi state, Tennessee, or Texas A&M. I'm sorry. Uh, that's next week. And I'm already looking forward to that. Looking forward might not be the right word. So, um, so we'll recap the weekend. We'll start looking uh, ahead to uh, you know some more recruiting. Perhaps we'll have some ideas on Mosley and some other things. Plus football recruiting. You know this uh, there there's some some targets that look like they're they're getting closer and closer to decision. Obviously Arch Manning you saw today looking to make his decision based on the best college town. So I feel like yeah, I mentioned the Cotton District was packed. So that plus throwing the ball sixty times a game. I really feel like Mississippi State has a great chance to land uh, the nation's number one quarterback. But we'll talk more about that next week. Here on Thunder and Lightning. Uh, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. So, you think you're untouchable? Word life. This is basic thugonomics. 
this is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.